Blog Talk Radio. I want to be a billionaire so freaking bad. Buy all of the things I never had. I want to be on the cover of Forbes magazine. Smiling next to Oprah and the Queen. Oh, every time I close my eyes, I see my name in shiny lights. Yeah, a different city every night. Oh, I, I swear the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. Yeah, I would have a show like Oprah. I would be the host of everyday Christmas. Get trapped in wish list. I probably pull an Angelina and Brad Pitt and adopt a bunch of babies that ain't never had you. Give away a few Mercedes like, here let me have this. And last but not least, friends about it in last week. Just spend a couple months that I've been seeing go so. You can call me Travis Claus, minus a ho-ho. <laughs> Get it? I probably visit with Katrina here. And damn sure do a lot more than FEMA did. Yeah, can't forget about me, stupid. Everywhere I go, I might have my own team. Oh, every time I close my eyes. President dunking on his delegates, then I compliment him on his political etiquette. Cost a couple million, the air just for the heck of it. Keep the five twenty cents and bins completely separate. Yeah, I be in a whole new tax bracket. We in recession, but let me take a crack at it. I probably take whatever's left and just split it up. So everybody that I love can have a couple bucks. And not a single tummy around me would know what hungry was eating good sleeping family. I know we all have a similar dream. Go in your pocket, pull out your wallet, put it in there and sing. I want to be a billionaire, so freaking bad. Buy all of the things I never had. I want to be on the cover of Forbes magazine. Smiling next to Oprah and the Queen. What up, Oprah? What's up? It's Soul Kitchen Radio. It's Rick Camacho. And I'm with... The Diva. The Diva! The Diva. We've got a great show for you today. Call in number 714-694-4150. We have the great niece of the niece of the great people, Bryson, coming on today. Deja Bryson. Uh, I know you're listening, girl. We're going to give you a call in a little while. 
Uh, we got some news. We got some Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, you know, the new thing kicked off, and yeah, I'm going to suck it to my wife. I, I watch the stuff. Oh, wait know. a minute. Now, you're it's into interesting. that. You're into it's it. It's interesting. Don't put me in it. Okay, well, yeah, I come home. It's on the DVR. I, I click play, <laughs> and I watch, and I watch. What's her name? Nina? Nene? Nene. Nene. Nene and her big camel looking ass all up and down. I'm not going to be on. Don't do that. Don't do that to Nene. No, don't do that. Nene, if if you're listening, you look like a camel. I'm just saying. You look like Joe Camel. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, well, that's just when she doesn't have makeup. What do you think about Nene when she doesn't have makeup? 714-694-4150. Soul Kitchen Radio. Um, who else is on there? Kim is back on there. Um, Sheree with her with her clothing line. She by Sheree. Oh well, she puts that on hold. She's into acting now. So oh. She just puts that on hold because it was costing a little bit too much money. So you know. She's not making too much money. Of course not. She's not married to a football player anymore. Uh, what about Lisa? Not on there. Oh, she's what not on her? there. Oh. She's she's with Ed trying to find a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about the cast of Housewives of Atlanta, I feel, is that, okay, for one, nobody really was established. So they have to bring a couple of established people into the mix because everybody was just average. I mean, they was living on, you know, the high horse, and then when the economy hit, they didn't want to say, hey, it affects me too. Mm-hmm. So, Even though I talk about Nene, right? I mean, she, she is definitely the star of the Housewives of Atlanta. And I could almost guarantee you about 98% next year you're going to see her on Dancing with the Stars. Okay, well, speaking of Nene, how how real is this? Okay, so your husband took care of you when he was the breadwinner, when he was making all the money and things like that, and he let you have a life, he let you do what you needed to do, you could shop, you could do whatever you want without complaining, you had a nice house and everything. So now that the shoe is on the other foot, and she's the one making the money right now, Mm -hmm. she want to split. Yeah. So let's talk about that. uh, uh, Wait a minute. Well, you know, it should go 50. If you're married, you're married. You go 50-50. Like, as soon as, as soon as, uh, you start coming up and I quit. Hey, you don't split. I'm uh, I'm sticking <laughs> right with you, girl. <laughs> That's the way it should be. Fifty-fifty. I feel that because if you want to leave, I'll tell you like this. I wanted to leave a long time ago, so if I stay, you stay. <laughs> yes, we both stay. And and even though we not we not threading up each other's pockets like Nene and and her husband Frank or whatever his name is. What's his Greg. Name? Greg, you know, um, I I think it's wrong for her to to split. I think what she's feeling is the limelight of being the star of the Housewives of Atlanta. Well, you know, some women feel that way. You know, it's not always the star is on this. This, you know, when you go places and things like that, you you get involved with a a lot of other people, and then you meet people, and then you just feel like, hey, maybe I should be single since I've been married this long. Yeah, you know? hey. Or Greg just ain't hitting it right. Yeah, maybe. So I think that's the main point. See, these older guys get these young women and don't know what to do with them. So. 
but she ain't actually a spring chicken. No, she ain't. <laughs> she ain't a younger woman. I wouldn't classify her as a younger woman. I didn't woman. say a, she younger than him. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And women have their... She needs to do... What was that? That was uh, whose husband? The Kardashians? When her mama put the uh, the Viagra in the... Coffee. In the coffee or something and, and tore them all up? Yeah. yeah. So maybe, moving on to yeah. other news. So wait a minute. Who else? We didn't. We didn't get everybody. So we got Nene. We got uh, the the clothing there's line girl. Phaedra, and there's another. Um, there's another celebrity. Um, she's a model or something like that. So there's two other cast members. And, and we still got. And we still got the uh, what's it called? The girl from Escape. Yeah, Candy. She's Candy from Escape. Yeah. So Candy, hey Candy, if you're listening out there and you wanna you wanna uh, get a little extra publicity, give us a call seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. We got your back, girl. I really like Candy. You know, she's 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 cool to me. But what's up with these dudes in Atlanta? Can we talk about these dudes in Atlanta? If you're in Atlanta and you're wearing high heels, give us a call and tell me what the hell are you thinking? Why do you do that? Why do they wear high heels in Atlanta? Do they think they're like they're really women or something? Um, I don't know, but they love to imitate us. <laughs> I, we're one hundred percent women, and they're about zero percent women. <laughs> they're dudes. I mean, that that one dude who who Nene got in his face, he's cool because he seems like he's still white. Yeah, the white. He still he still got his dude in him. But that other little dude... Wait a minute. Dwight loves to give lap dances to women, okay? And he will tell you straight up, I'm a man. Yeah, that's why so I like... So what's up with Dwight's Dwight, cool, But And he just maybe he just likes to feel like feminine or gay or whatever. I don't know <laughs> what the hell that is. But that other little dude that was on there was killing me. Who was that guy with the gray shirt? Lawrence. Yeah, with his little titties hanging out and stuff. That's called a chat, okay? Well, look, I got these titties too, bro. but but that's different. Yeah. <laughs> you need your high heels. <laughs> I got the man titties. <laughs> I was wondering where my bras went. Yeah, and you can follow us on Twitter at Soul Kit Radio at S O U L K I T Radio at Soul Kit Radio. You can hit us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Soul Kitchen Radio. We're going to get into another song, and then we're going to be right back. With more news. With more news. We're going to get into this. Uh, Governor's uh, race, and then we're going to get in Proposition 19. What is Proposition 19, The race? marijuana one. That's the only proposition he knows. That's the only one I care about. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get into that, and we'll be right back.
spot My girl stay worried, so my dude get shot, yeah Talk to my people, but they don't listen Maybe I'm wrong, but you know I'm not thinking So I, I carry a heavy load Never knowing which way to go Remind me of that Keisha song that keeps coming on I gotta let it go Now the preachers and the leaders chastising us I went to my brother but he wouldn't listen I talked to my cousin but my cousin wasn't tripping I explained my pain but he wasn't really feeling I guess the truth is that he really wasn't listening So I, I carry a heavy load I never know which way to go Ain't no time to be so vulnerable This time I gotta do the impossible inside That was Baby James. Keep it moving, K-I-M. If you listened last week, he was on. If you want to catch it in the archives, go to uh, Soul Kitchen Radio, listen to the one from last week. Um, yep, I'm loving it. Keep it moving, moving, moving. Yeah, that was Baby James. He's, he's off the hook. I yeah. like We had a great interview with him last yeah, week. Yeah, very nice guy. Very nice guy. Talented. Really going somewhere. And loving what he's doing and taking his time and getting the music down right and it was a beautiful thing yeah keep it moving hey check it out i got a winner of the uh who gives a shit award i just found this on the news today uh in minnesota there was a massive pumpkin that was over 1800 pounds it was like 1811 pounds wow and it's and it was over the weekend in minnesota the guy said he mixed it he mixed the the seeds with sunshine Rain, cow manure, fish emulsion, and seaweed. <laughs> so if you want to go get to a big-ass pumpkin, 
Go get you that seaweed and... Sounds like a hangover cocktail. <laughs> fish emotion? What the hell is that? It's like a fish in a, in a blender? I have no idea. Try it and find out. Fish in a blender, some seaweed in a he blender. He forgot the hot sauce. Yeah, he forgot the hot sauce. <laughs> so he's the winner of the, the Who Gives a Shit Award, because we really don't give a shit about that. But here's something I found out today. Justin Bieber fever. So all you Justin Bieber fans, all right, he's coming out with a product. Is it hair gel? No, listen to it. It's not hair gel. It's, it's not no pants. It's not clothing. What? It's not, uh, nope, it's not a Justin Bieber karaoke machine. What is it? It's nail polish. Nail polish. <laughs> nail polish. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. 16-year-old Justin Bieber is coming out with his own nail polish. Well, I hope they're doing that because most of his fan base is females, and so he want to give something back to the ladies. But I'm going to be keeping an eye on him, just like that American Idol dude, the one that won and wear all that black eyeliner. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be watching him for that black eyeliner. That black eyeliner, and he's down there See, now in I didn't even, Atlanta. I didn't, he might be. He got, he's coming out with some Justin Bieber high heels. Wow. For for his ATL high heels. Bieber stilettos. Bieber stilettos. Wow. You got Bieber fever and you want to be two I'm, feet taller. I'm just going to watch out for the black eyeliner, okay? Because mm -hmm. that's when he started wearing that eyeliner. You know, he's 16 right now, and so he's just getting into this, oh, I'm, I'm a star and this and that. I'm bowling with Shaq. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But as he starts getting older and he starts getting into more money, that's when they start to turn. A little bit. Have well, I that? think I think mostly it's because his fans are females and they would love to wear Justin Bieber nail polish. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, Bieber, okay? Because <laughs> that's not sounding too cool. What What about hooking up with Nike and having like some yeah. some Bieber Jordans or or hats? You know, he wears a lot of hats. He could wear Bieber hats or something. I don't know. But look, his 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 uh, eyeliner. Not his eyeliner, his nail polish <laughs> is going to be available exclusively at Walmart starting in December. Bieber's collection of primary color polishes has they have names like One Less Lonely Girl, that's a <laughs> lavender, Me Plus Blue, that's his dark blue, and OMB is bright red. <laughs> I guess their names after his songs. I don't really listen to much of his songs, but I don't know. I never even, you know, I'm too old for that. We, you know, <laughs> Nakaya's not even into Beaver Fever. No, she's she not. She don't like Justin Bieber. Nakaya is our daughter, and she never did too much care for Justin Bieber. No. Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber. Okay. Yeah, that guy. That guy. So uh, his first six shades will debut in December, and eight others will hit stores in January. The teen star is set to release his first book, Justin Bieber, First Step 2, Forever My Story in October. Actually, it's coming out tomorrow, October 12th. And he's also going to be in a 3D movie about his life due next year. But I think we Wait can find minute. him. I think we can find him next week on the 15th in Jackass. Wait a minute. <laughs> let's, let's get a 3D, 3D Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber movie. Now, okay. The Jonas I Brothers did going to be 3D. You know what's going to be 3D? What's that? His hair. <laughs> Justin Bieber's he's gonna be spraying, spraying, uh, uh, hairspray. spraying hairspray at the audience, and all the little girls will be reaching out for it. And by the way, he uses Paul Mitchell Super Clean. 
And he'll be he'll be sweating and throwing his sweat out. I mean, just like the Jonas Brothers, they had their little 3D. Hannah Montana had their 3D. I'm not too interested in a Justin Bieber 3D life movie. Okay, moving on. We're moving on, moving on. We got uh we got some more stuff. Actually, I'm gonna save this one for later. This uh. No, we're gonna move on. Okay, let's move on to Lou Wei. Because we have a lot of news throughout this evening. We got a lot of news. Plus, we got our big interview, and we learned from last week that our interviews they go pretty long. Yeah. Of course, it's Blog Talk Radio. We PTR, have the. So. We have the. Lou lovely Wee. Deja Bryson coming on in just a few minutes and um did you want to give us a little background about her or just wait till she comes well deja she's uh she's a niece of people bryson um and she started her career she was singing at four years old she performed at four years old she was performing for her family all right and uh and when she turned in got into to middle school and high school she went to this place called ymp in berkeley the young musicians program um, it was to help to help hone the skills of musical prodigies, <laughs> hone the skills of musical prodigies at UC Berkeley, and and they got her into all kinds of stuff, blues and classical, and all kinds of different genres of of, of music. That sounds great. We can't wait to interview her, so we're going to let her tell us the rest of her story. Yeah. So in the meantime, we're gonna. Uh, we're going to talk about Lou Wee, and then we're going to play one of Deja's songs. And actually, you know what? I want to play one of them songs right now. Um, I want to get into one of these songs that Deja was actually on. And do, 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 and here it is. This is uh, the Eddie Projects featuring Keek the Sneak and Deja Bryson singing the hook. It's called Breezy As Ever on Soul Kitchen Radio, 714-694-4150. Follow us on Twitter at soulkitradio.com. This is Eddie Projects, Keep the Sneak, and Deja Bryson on the hook called Breezy as Ever. Soul Kitchen Radio. Yeah. Run your button up on this, y'all. Heady back in the venue. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mechanics on the beat, baby. Real laid back. Keep it jazzy, baby. Yeah. I'm trying to be a rap Play us to the moon like I work for NASA yeah. If I pass y'all, don't get mad y'all I'm still a hitter, don't make me blast y'all I'm in the Jaguar, they call it a bad car If I'm in a bad car, got me a bad bra Cute for teeth, if she working with cash y'all They say he won't make it cause he lives like fans y'all Two please take these to the mouth I like country girls so I breathe down south Magatti. They wanna know what he's about Cause if he can't do his thing, then he is out See the please is out, so I gotta shake him off Leave some silly dudes, them the ones to break them all, yeah. When they with me, see, I'll make them take it all. I keep me some work, they love hanging with a ball. Yeah. I'm breezy as ever, and now I don't know nobody that's doing it That's right, put it on thick like a fat appetite. Came down high speed, stopped on fair fast. Hitting it, keeping mechanics, so how you wanna pass? The neck novelating with Eddie P. Hit on the payroll. 
all the spill my Say what would he go from me with that? None of that three. Hey, shut up. Make my portion of fee. I serve like OG. Anthony for sale, keep broke. Like Rock Kim in his prime, I ain't no joke. Don't. That's a pound of cheek. Feeling the good and I'm feeling like, you need that 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 feeling like, you need that
What's up, Rick? What's going on, girl? Thank you for coming on the show. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. How did the show go last, uh, what was it, Saturday, the red carpet show? Yeah, Saturday was amazing. It was pretty tough. A lot of people came out to support. It was real classy, no problems, real supportive of, of everything that's happening in the Bay Area. So I was really happy to be a part of that. Yeah, that's good. So what exactly was that show? And, and you got more coming up? I do. The Power Party was a couple of different things. Number one, it was a celebration of everything that's kind of been happening in the Bay Area. It's a lot of new artists on the rise. A lot of people are doing, you know, like a, a regular weekly event showcasing uh, different artists and just a lot of things evolving, so kind of to celebrate that movement. Also, um, the club is a brand-new club in Hayward, and it's African-American-owned, so we wanted to kind of give them a, a big opening as well as it being the finale for the the biggest show for my last album, I'm Power. So we're moving on oh. to the next project. So it's kind of like graduation. Cool, cool. Graduating from I'm Power to the next project. So yes, when's the sir. when's the next project uh, set to drop? The next project should be due by January 2011. So we're working on like the final pieces of everything right now. Oh, okay. So who's your who's your main uh, your producers and stuff? Who's who's doing that? I work with a guy. His uh, producer name is Swerve. His real name is Adam Trujillo. Uh huh. Pretty much. And everything, and then I have another guy in Atlanta. His name is Rob Will, and the album is the executive producer is Ben Rock. Oh, okay, great. So, are you getting uh, any radio play? What's your What's your current single that's out right now? Is it the I'm Power? I'm Power was, and then the the next one coming out is going to be called Move Along. Oh, okay, and and I got some I got some songs. Uh, I got what did I get? I got I'm Power. Do you believe? Um, you got me, and uh-huh. and what else? I think I got the two second chances. No Say, second now, chances. <laughs> I'm power. No, no. Uh, now when I got me. these songs, I got them as just tracks, and so the way I had uh-huh. to figure out, I had to kind of name them myself. So I had to listen to them and, and catch it and say, okay, well, this one sounds like it's second chances. <laughs> I told <laughs> him when I sent them over. They were they was called track one, track three, track nine, track ten. Really? They were I tagged them when I sent them over. Maybe we, you got two different ones. Maybe my manager sent you different ones than I did. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, let's talk about let's talk about how Deja grew up. You're the niece of Peebo Bryson, right? Yes. Okay. So how so 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 music is just like in your soul. Yeah, since a child, I've always been kind of addicted to the whole, every, all the elements of music. I grew up going to a lot of live concerts, so I was always around music, always. So, were you in the in the studio a lot with? Uh, I mean, did you did you kind of grow up with Peebo Bryson, or was he just a like a distant uncle? Our relationship was um, we didn't we definitely didn't grow up together as far as like our household, but we I was always at his concerts. So we were oh. always spending time together after shows, and anytime he came to California, sometimes we would go out to wherever he was performing and go visit and support the show and stuff. So I'd say from probably about four years old to now, we've been to like a zillion of his concerts. Our relationship is pretty much that. Right, right. So yeah, you uh, you've done a lot of stuff. Um, I was reading your bio. 
um, your YMP, how, how kind of how you grew up. Explain kind of how Deja Bryson got the the musical, how you how you came to the to the fact that you just want to do music, and that's it. Um, that was always my goal. My dream was always to do music. Uh, at 13, someone had told my mom about a music program that was like making everybody just sharpen up their skills. They were teaching theory, fundamentals, piano, regular voice lessons and stuff, and we qualified for it. So I was taking voice lessons at 13, and then my teacher had me singing all this classical stuff, all this super soprano, high, opera, Italian music, and I hated it. At that time, I didn't enjoy music at all, but those things really, like, shaped me and expanded my, my vocal capacity, mental capacity, all that. When I finished that program at 18, I felt like I was so much more advanced and prepared to, to sing anything I wanted. And, like, when I got out of that program, it's kind of like when I was ready to start writing my own music and, you know, kind of doing my own thing. We did a real big event uh, in 2007. It was my sister and I. It was, our, it was my first big show. It was a disaster. But um, being up on the stage, doing my own music for the first time, I got addicted. And yeah, so since then, I've been doing you. my own. Yeah. I love being up there on the stage, and I and I've seen a lot of your YouTube videos. You, your stage your stage presence is great. Um, Thank you. And you look like you really get into the crowd. In fact, I got this. I got this. I think this is, must be one of your favorite ones. That uh, <laughs> this at last. Yes. You love Which doing one that do you at have? last. I got the one when you're live at Yoshi's. Cool. Yeah. At last, it's been a favorite. I was in a band, in a funk soul R&B band for about a year, and that was one of the songs I was required to learn. And uh-huh. I always, that's you know, nobody, a lot of people really feel like that's a difficult song to sing. Etta James kind of put her stank on it so good that it's like a lot of people won't touch it. So I was kind of, I was kind of nervous to have to sing it, but once I learned it, I fell in love with the song. And so it's one of my favorite cover songs to sing. So if you want to hold on for a second, we're going to play this live at Yoshi's at last. You can check it out on okay. YouTube. It's uh, Deja Bryson. This is her at last live at Yoshi's. Then we'll get into some more of, uh, of who Deja Bryson is, um, what you have in store, and, and, and how you're just going to become a multi-platinum artist in the future. And we'll be right okay. back. So Kitchen Radio, Deja Bryson. All right.
Bryson live at Yoshi's. Girl, you blew that song. <laughs> Thank you. You love listening to it, don't you? I do. It was a crazy experience because I went that night just to watch the show, and I got pulled up on the stage. It was totally impromptu, not planned at all. They just called me up, and I came up there, and that came out. And so, yeah, I'm real proud of that. Yeah, you just came up. You blew it a cappella. That was, that was beautiful. It was Thank a beautiful you. show. Um, so, so as far as... As far as who Deja Bryson is, let's 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 talk about who is Deja Bryson, this this princess of the bay you call yourself. <laughs> uh, well, the thing about me is um, I really just want to represent something something big and powerful in my music. There's a lot of different reasons to want to be a musician or to be a celebrity, and I think the most important thing is to represent love. Um, you know, our power is all about strength and empowerment and and us kind of being honest with each other and showing our, our true, the thing that makes us really, you know, powerful people, good people. And so the most important thing about Deja is to represent something that means something. Um, right. As far as me being the princess of the day, I do a lot of stuff alone and I do a lot of stuff to support what goes on around me. It's not to isolate myself to say that no one else is, is a princess or no one else is. You know, great right, at right. what they do. Hey, it's, it's, it's okay. Okay. okay to have it. Have that name. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, fact, we just, just played just right before. I'm, I'm fresh. I'm new at this, and I'm here to, to represent something good and, you know, to be a leader and not just totally narcissistic and all about me. Right, right. And just to show the Bay Area how how you you do give back and you get with other people, we played your Eddie Projects, uh, Eddie Projects record before I called you. I heard. I was listening. Oh, that breezy as ever. Yeah, we played that, um, and you know, and and I was surprised to see that you're actually doing stuff with like Keek the Sneak and and these rappers out there that are that are trying to go up also. And you guys are all bringing each other back, like getting each other's backs, and that's good. And that's actually what this yeah. radio station is for, is to to help young artists that are just coming up, you know, get some mm. get some promotion out there and let people know. But, you know, Internet radio is all over the world, so let people know who's out here in the Bay and how we're just going to blow it up. Yeah, most of And Eddie, Eddie is a cool guy. He's real down to earth. He's not cocky. He, you know, there's definitely no problem working with him. There's some other stuff that I've done with other artists, too. Like right now we have a new song, Sneejo uh, Blow, Jacka, and I want to say somebody from Hoodstars. And uh-huh. they're going to be playing that on KMEO soon. The song is called Can't Hold Me Down. Um that's like a real feel good classic. I think people will really yeah. like that record. And you know, it said it said in your in your bio you were uh you know, you were inspired by Marvin, the Isley brothers, people Bryson, Usher, Jay Z and and it's weird to see all those names come like you start with with like uh Marvin Gaye and then to Jay Z and how you merge those together, you know, it's weird how how new 
how music nowadays all combines the old and the new, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like the feeling I'm getting from your from your records when I hear them. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, definitely. I'd say the bulk of my influence is from old school music. Like I said, I was around it growing up. So, you know, in my household, we were listening to Isley Brothers, Marvin Gaye, and I was at a lot of older concerts, soul concerts, and, you know, people who would be performing with people were not like I'll Be Sure or, you know, he was with the greats like, you know, Natalie Cole and Nancy Wilson and, you know, George Benson. These are people that I grew up watching their shows on a regular basis. So right. definitely, definitely influenced by that. Great. So as far as uh, as far as taking the next step, what's the next step for you? Now I see, I know you did the R and B live out in L A for the BET Awards. Definitely. You you walked you walked the red carpet. You surprised? I know all this stuff about you, huh? <laughs> I am. You up on me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so you did the R and B live with uh, with Tank out there before the mm-hmm. BET shows. How 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 was that? How'd you hook that up? Who hooked that up for you? Well, I work with a publicist in L.A., and her job is to kind of plug me into things, so she definitely helped me out with that. She's done a lot of things, some stuff for uh, All-Star Weekend in Dallas and a whole bunch of other things she's, you know, connecting with. But L.A. Live was really dope. I did that, and I also did the Congo Room, which is, like, owned by Jamie Foxx and and Jennifer Lopez and the Black Eyed Peas. Those two venues are two of the most popular um, venues in downtown L.A. area for, like, upcoming artists. They have a live band, so, you know, the bands are dope. The crowd is always ready for the entertainment. It's just real put, it's put together really well. I love to enjoy both. All right, good. Now, when you say you did the Foxhole, did you actually go do the Foxhole radio show? Or is that no, the Jamie Foxx? They, they just they broadcast the event live so that people who have, like, serious radio can tune in and they can right. listen to the event live, yeah. Okay, that's cool. So, so as far as uh, as far as making a, a dent in the national in the national media, um, uh, what's gonna what's what's the next step to to get you on Billboard and get you charted and and get just constant radio play and and you know stuff like that and sound scan yeah, and all that. The next thing would be um, really it's kind of come down to what I want and. I'm not really stuck on that whole idea of being mainstream just yet. I'm really kind of into grassroots and building things. So the next step for me is to kind of continue to brand myself and, and build myself in the way that I see fit. Um, definitely going to be new music, some more up-tempo stuff that can be played in a club atmosphere, um, you know, new visual media, videos, stuff like that, and eventually to the Bay Area. So working on, like, a brand-new stage show, new album, um, the image has kind of changed a lot. So it's kind of like rebranding, rebuilding, tightening, and, you know, getting everything in a, a bigger and better position. When it's like that, it's much easier to take it further. But um, I don't want it to depend on the idea of having somebody else do that for me. Right. Now, do you, do you ever see yourself leaving the Bay Area to, to finally make it out? Definitely. Very soon. I plan this in the immediate plan. Not that there's anything wrong with the Bay Area, but it's like, you know, when you cook, you go to the kitchen. The Bay Area is just not the kitchen for the industry. So much more uh, opportunities and um, just a larger capacity to do things in the areas where the industry is run, like L.A., Atlanta, and New York. Those are kind of like the prime. I mean, you can count Tennessee for Nashville, but um, 
it's pretty much, you know, it's much easier to go. Like when I go to L.A., a lot more happens for me there than what happens here, and that's really because the scene out here is just starting to bubble. Right. You know what? I'm going to get into uh, Move Slowly, one of your songs, okay. Move Slowly, and we're going to talk about more. We're going to talk more when I when we come back about uh, about the Bay Area and, and, you know, and how Keisha Cole did it and, and you know, and what the what artists need to do to, to get out there. So we'll be right back. Yeah, okay. It's Oak Kitchen Radio. And, and if you want to call in, it's 714-694-4150. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. We'll be right back with more Deja Bryson. Oh, 
Deja Bryson, gotta move slowly. <laughs> slowly. I can sing back and forth. Gotta move slowly. <laughs> I wreck <Rick> now. <laughs> so you you writing your own music? Definitely, definitely. And and what about the composition of the songs? Are you putting that together, or or you go in and how do you do that? I pretty much do everything, um, but I take. I take advice, like, my executive producer or I'll have, uh, you know, I'll bring somebody in to kind of be a soundboard for, you know, certain ideas. But overall, the, the music is all me. I, I handpick all my music. I write 90% of all the lyrics, and uh, I do all of the vocal arrangement myself, too. Oh, good. Okay, so before we before we went to Move Slowly, we were talking about, uh, about getting out of the Bay Area. and uh, Yeah. And that's kind of like how everybody's seen the kitchen call. We talked to uh, talked to Baby James last week. You know who Baby James is? I don't, but I did. I tried to catch the interview, and I only oh. got a girl named Latoya or uh, Latifa. Yeah, Latifa. Yeah, yeah that's okay. my wife. That's that's my co-host. She's uh, she's out for right now. She'll be back in a little while. But yeah, he's okay. uh, my Baby James. He. He's another artist, just like you. He's a Bay Area artist from Oakland. But mm-hmm. but what you guys got in common is you both kind of got to get out of here to, to make it happen, you know, to make it happen on a major yeah. level. It's good to, to be here and have it happen just right here, get some radio play at KML, you know, maybe get some Sacramento radio play. Um, I'm thinking yeah. when, when I think of, of radio play on the West Coast, Bay Area, like ROD Project, I'm thinking they're only getting play from like Portland to Vegas, probably. Yeah. You know, and so, so the the next step is to is you wanna you wanna hit billboards. If you wanna hit billboards, you have to hit on a national level. So. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, yeah. I think it, it goes back to what you want again. Um, you know, some people are content with. With that, you know, everybody doesn't want to be on billboards or, you know, some people are really cool with independent, uh, you know, small, a small, quiet, personal career with it. It's, you know, people can make a living off of it and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think um, there's only so far you can go here. Eventually, even, you know, the bigger it gets, even from staying here, you'll have to branch out and leave and you're going to be in places like Atlanta and New York and Either way it goes, it's like you have to branch out a little. Right, to, right. Uh, even to sustain what you have if you do stay local. Right. Man, you know, uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about it. Every time you say Atlanta, I think about the, the, the subject we brought up earlier. Now, do you watch The Housewives of Atlanta? What did I say? I don't. You, wa- you don't watch The Housewives of Atlanta? I don't. I don't really watch TV. <laughs> okay, it's- Okay, so we're not going to talk about that. Let's talk more about. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, they're, they're killing me! Oh my, they're killing me with these guys in Atlanta that are just wearing high heels and stuff. It's killing me. I, I heard, I heard about that on Twitter. Somebody was saying a, a Morehouse guy wants to know why they can't walk around with heels in a purse. Yeah, yeah, man, that's. I heard about that. That's no one eight for real. <laughs> Out there. <laughs> <laughs> on that real quick. I just want to say that, you know, homosexuality, I think to people who are heterosexual, I think it's, you know, it's gross to us. But I don't think that's any reason to treat people like they're not human. I don't think that, um, I don't think that we have to say 
it's cool and condone it, you know, and try to, to teach people to be that way. But it's like a lot of people are starting to commit suicide over it. It's just getting out of hand. I think people should kind of fall back a little bit on treating people so bad for it, you know? Right, right. I totally, I agree. You know, I'm, but you know. I feel, uh, I, I'm not condoning wearing high heels and stuff, so. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> they just go overboard. You know, they, yeah. they, they, there's some points where you just got to say, stop, look, I'm a dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and high heels weren't made for me, you know. Exactly. And that, and it's it's funny. It's just funny thinking about it. You know, I'm 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 no way homophobic or any of that stuff. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> I don't know how we just got so off track talking about that. It's all good. It's all good. Just <laughs> conversation. Yeah. So we're we're talking about your your next step is you're gonna you're planning on going out to L. A. Um, yeah. What about, do you, are you looking for a record deal anytime soon, or you want to stay independent? It depends on the on the merits of the record deal. Um, I've had opportunities before, and I just didn't really like it. A lot of people, a lot of these deals and stuff are pretty much requiring that you do everything that you're doing anyway. You know, they kind of, they don't really want to brand new artists, and they don't want to really invest in something that's not already booming. So in order to kind of get the type of record deal that I would want, I kind of have to put it in the position that I want it to be in already. So it depends on the opportunity. Um, they're doing like a lot of 360 deals right now, which is pretty yeah. much a cut from every aspect of what you do. That's what I was going to ask. cool if the trade-off is, yeah, it's cool if the trade-off is that they're going to market you like crazy, but generally that's not the case. So a right. uh, record deal is kind of really dependent on what they're offering and then also what I can offer them. And just for just for people who don't really know uh, the industry too much, a 360 is when when the manager and the record label gets a cut of everything you do from performance, um, promotions, um, digital, CDs, <laughs> in, in stores, interviews, all that stuff. Anything that you get paid for, uh, music, movies, any of that stuff, the record label is going to get a cut of that. That's just just in in general what a 360 is. I'm, I know there's a lot more to it, but that kind of... And I think people don't understand the, the, the depth of that is basically that prior to 360 deals, the artist is pretty much in debt to what they spend on the album, but their live performances and all the other stuff is their own money. So before, that's right. stuff that they weren't having to pay out of. They weren't having to pay, you know, to finish out of that money, especially performances. That's like your, that's your chunk change right there. All right, right. So, so the I'm Power... Oh, that's the name of the the album, right? The I'm Power that's yeah. out right now. Mhm. Okay, I'm Power. How is how is that selling for you? I mean, is it? I'm Power. Is it good? We, I'm Power did well. We we only pressed up. Uh, we pressed up a small amount of records. We have maybe a hundred left, and we did really good on iTunes, and it was on a couple of different sites like uh, Amazon, Juno, and uh, I don't know a couple other ringtone sites and stuff. But it did well considering we did we pretty much get that grassroots alone. My family and I, a couple of people that kind of work with Bikes and Legacy Records, we did it on foot. And yeah, so I you, think uh, uh, the most important thing about Unpower is a lot of people were introduced to me. The, um, you know, there was no music before the name, before that album was out, and it was kind of just like an, an intro to who is Asia. Right, right. So did you, uh, have you, have you been... Talk to about like maybe your your songs getting in movies or soundtracks or any of that stuff. I have uh, mainly commercials, and I got um, an opportunity for to do a jingle for like a pilot 
for a, a, a television reality show. All mm-hmm. of that stuff, is, you kind of just have to wait for it to work out. But, um, yeah, definitely stuff like that, especially jingles. Like, I've been asked to do jingles, and that's kind of all through L.A. Oh, okay. Stuff, so. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, okay, Deja, well, it was great talking to you. We're going to play some more of your music. Um, right now, right. we're going to go into Second Chances. But I want to thank you for coming on the show. And Thank and you so much for having me, Ray. No problem. You know, one day we're actually going to meet. I couldn't make it on Saturday night, but but we're out here in the Bay. We're going to definitely hook up, and, and we'll okay. do some stuff together. Maybe we'll do some shows or something. All right. I got you. Thank you so much. All right, Deja. Deja Bryson, everybody. In fact, you know what? If you're look, if you're listening on BTR right now, you could click because I, I got your songs. They could buy them from Amazon right now when they come onto my site. Cool. And you guys hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Deja Bryson, D-E-J-A-B-I-Y-S-O-N. I always respond. Hit me up on there anytime. Yep, Twitter, at Deja Bryson. And your Facebook is facebook.com slash Deja Bryson? Yep. Okay. Well, thanks again yeah, for coming on, and, and we look forward to to seeing you make millions out there and be, be a star. You'll be our next Mary J. Blige. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> All right, Deja. See you later. See you later. All right. Deja.
Deja Bryson, everybody. Soul Kitchen Radio, Rick Camacho, Diva Latifah. Whoa. We got some more music. All right, so we're back. 714-694-4150. What you laughing at? This is the Diva Latifah. Um, I was... You was what? <laughs> got Chase chasing me down. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So So Diva Latifah, how'd you I know you just came back. You missed the Deja Bryson interview. No, I didn't. I was in an office listening to it and it sounded really good. I'm very impressed with um Deja Bryson out here represented for the Bay Area. Sorry I didn't get in on that one. Um I'm loving her music, her performances. You guys, don't forget to go to YouTube and check out Deja Bryson. If you don't know now, you will know. You may not know her now, but you will remember her. So let's um, give it up for Deja Bryson. Um, we're, we're proud of you, and keep doing what you're doing because we're looking forward to hearing more, seeing more, and we're 100% behind you. 100% of all independent artists, like she said, she has some very good points for not going um, to L.A. To, no. Um, what's the, she wants to stay independent for yeah, now. Yeah, she wants to stay independent. And, you know, sometimes we have to realize that, you know, going a step further may not be the best choice for us at a particular time. And I love it when someone can recognize that about their life and knowing what direction they want to take their career. And we're 100% behind you, Deja, and um, keep doing what you're doing. That's right. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, we're getting back to to what we were talking about. Now, what I wanted to bring up earlier was this Lou Wee guy. Um, he was the winner of China, China's Got Talent. And it was funny because I was looking at it on YouTube. What? Nothing, because I haven't seen it. I don't know who, I don't You haven't seen it? Well, you're not going to see it because you're going to hear it. (laughs) Anyway, this dude, he's a 23-year-old China's Got Talent contestant. At the age of 10, he lost both of his arms in a freak electrocution accident. Wow. He lost both of his arms. Not just one, not just two. He got a, um, this dude, he decided to pursue his dreams of becoming a concert pianist. Now, Close your eyes and think about that. Dude has no arms. He's got to eat. He's got to do everything with his feet. I bet he got the cleanest feet in the world. <laughs> he washes his feet after he... Well, How do you wipe his that, butt? That no goes, arms and you wipe that, your butt. That goes to be um, foretold, but it's just amazing must have a how... He must have a bow day. I bet he has a bow day that squirt water up his butt. Okay, a little TMI, TMI. <laughs> but it's amazing how when you lose um, one part of your body and another one takes over, it's mm-hmm. just the blessing of God letting us know that even though you know some of us, some of us may have all of our our parts and things like that, that life doesn't stop because there's something missing. And we have to realize that within our lives, too. Just because something is missing, life doesn't stop. We have to keep on, and we have to keep going. 
And probably a long time ago when that had happened, they probably told him all the things that he couldn't do. And now today he's proving all the things that he can do. So one up for... For Lou Wee. Lou Wee. Look, and now he succeeded all right when he auditioned for China's Got Talent in August with a perfect performance of French pianist Richard Clayderman's Marriage d'Amour. Now, this dude is Chinese right. in China. Right. All right? But what he did when he did, when he, how he won, he sung a song, uh, You're Beautiful, in English. Uh-huh. So, dude is bad, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play some of his yeah, some of a, his things. Yeah, this dude is bad. So, I'm gonna play some of this this right here. Now, now, if you got something to say about this, you've seen this seven one four six nine four forty one fifty, or hit me on Twitter at Soul Kid Radio. But listen to this dude. He's playing with his feet. Poopy, can you play with your feet? <laughs> listen to this. 总结在最后一位选手。He's doing that with his feet. What do you think about that? I think that's, I think that's amazing talent. Now I just want I wanted I was trying to get to the part where this guy is singing. Now hold on, this Chinese this dude could sing. Let's get to the part where he sings a little bit. I don't think Simon would like him, but he's cool. That's Louie Main. Louie. Okay, Rick. Now let's get back to some news that's going on <laughs> in California today. All right. So um, you promised me that you were going to give me some facts about Proposition 19. Proposition 19. All right. Somebody's somebody's here at the studio. Proposition <laughs> So, as you guys all know, Proposition 19 is a marijuana debate. They want to legalize marijuana in California. Um, right. And I said I was voting against it. Right. So, you want to, you're want you voting against it. I'm totally going for it. And we got, we got some myths about marijuana, and then we got some facts. Okay. Okay, I'm ready for you to hit me with it. Now, I know you believe this. Um, among adolescents, 
Even occasional marijuana use may cause psychological damage. Now, you always say that marijuana, when, when you're young, makes you dumb, all right, makes you forget stuff. All right, so they say it's caused psychological damage. Um, during intoxication, marijuana users become irrational and often behave erratically. Now, do you believe that? Yeah. That's something you think is true? Yeah. Well, this is a fact. There is no convincing scientific evidence that marijuana causes psychological damage or mental illness in either teenagers or adults. Some marijuana users experience psychological distress following marijuana ingestion, which may include feelings of panic, anxiety, or paranoia. You know, you might feel paranoid, like, oh, my God, is that a cop following me? Wait a minute. Oh, my God, is, is, is that <laughs> is a zit on your face? <laughs> is this contradicting itself? Such experiences can be frightening, but the effects are temporary. They're temporary. <laughs> it's cool. Okay, it's, well, how about this? I just, okay, let's just forget about all the scientific stuff. Let's just get down to reality because we know the effects of this, okay? But that's and when marijuana is eaten. That's when you no, eat a, a brownie or something. No, listen. There are some people out here that's just really not mature enough to handle the fact that there is legalized marijuana, okay? Because we see it on YouTube. We get Twitter. We get um, Facebook and everything where we have grown adults giving their kids ages two, three, five, six years old, and they're actually filming themselves giving their kids marijuana. Now, if we legalize marijuana, how much more intake are these kids going to have? Because everybody is not mature enough to handle the fact that marijuana is legalized. Well, they're not going to have then, much more than... than alcohol or, or cigarettes. So you can't compare that. You can't compare it. No, you can't. Because, because cigarettes are worse than marijuana. Cigarettes are worse than, than weed. I got it right here. This is from drugpolicy.org. Did you not hear anything I just said? Yeah. Now, the the myth is marijuana is more damaging to the lungs than tobacco. Marijuana smokers are at high risk of developing lung cancer, bronchitis, and emphysema. Now, according to drugpolicy.org, smoking, moderate smoking of marijuana appears to pose minimal danger to the lungs. Like tobacco smoke, marijuana smoke contains a number of irritant carcinogens, oh, just like my tobacco. Goodness. Here we go with the scientific stuff. The marijuana usually typical smoke much less and less often than tobacco smokers. Okay. Now, let's just, okay. Now, while you in La La Land reading all these scientific facts, let's get right back down to reality and find out what marijuana actually does to the day-to-day -day user, okay? What accomplishments have the day-to-day -day users made? Now, you and I know we could both jump in the car and take a quick ride down the street and we could look at what marijuana use does to a community. No, that's that's the different kids, use. When kids are outside and you have adults or teenagers or whoever they are smoking weed and then they have kids younger than them, if they see that all day, every day, and on a daily basis, 
they're going to start thinking it's cool for me to do this. Yeah, no. And that's how you get a reoccurring effect. I mean, but you get that with you get that with cigarettes, and you get that. I mean, look at all the kids that can't wait to turn twenty-one to so they could smoke or so they could drink, (laughs) go to Vegas and drink. You get that with. But they're twenty-one. We're not talking about. We're not talking about uh, legalizing marijuana from the minute you're born. You could smoke. No, of course it's going to be. Well, what are you talking about? What I are, mean, of course it's going to be parameters? just like it's, the parameters are going to be just like just like cigarettes. You have to be over eighteen before you could legally smoke it out in the open. Oh my God! You no, know, it's going to be just like a cigarette. So under eighteen-year-old kids are going money. to are going to respect that. I think they don't respect they don't respect alcohol be, right now. They don't respect cigarettes. I think marijuana should not be legal. And that's just the bottom line. Well, I think it should be. What do you think? 714-694-4150, if you're out there listening, call in and let us know what you think. Marijuana, I think it should be legal. I think I'm it should all not for be it. legal. I'm all for it. I, mean, I won. She didn't win. I won. No, you didn't win. It shouldn't be legal. <laughs> no, marijuana should be legal. And so we want to know what you guys think. Even if you're listening to this later on, hit us at Soul Kit Radio on Twitter and tell us what you think. Um, I care about the babies in the community. I do too. Me I mean, too. yeah, see, I got babies too. They're out here, but of course, nobody's gonna. I mean, I can't say nobody because there are a lot of uh, dumb people out there that are gonna. They're gonna give their babies weed and and alcohol and liquor they're, and all they that. They already exist. They already do. They already. So exist. if we if we uh, legalize it, it's not gonna make it any worse. Okay, can you think of something else we could legalize that's beneficial to the community and to the kids? What else could we legalize besides marijuana? Is there anything in our brains that we could come up with that's more intelligent to legalize than just marijuana? Um, Why is everything that's supposed to be good for you illegal? (laughs) Why? Why is it wrong? Why is it illegal? Why why shouldn't you be doing it if it's so right? Because the government's not getting their money. That's what it comes down to. And this is the way the government's going to get their money. So you're just going to be fool enough. To give them the money. Well, you go to jail if you try to get it now. And do you try to get it now? No. Why you don't try to get it now? Because you go to jail. Okay. I can't go to jail. So marijuana is wrong if you can right now go to jail. Right. But how come cigarettes isn't wrong if you go right? You can't go to jail from cigarettes. But cigarettes is terrible. It even makes you smell worse than weed makes you smell. Talk about cigarettes. Cigarettes, okay, is I've won this debate, so just be quiet. You can, I'm calling somebody. Just go up to a song, please. <laughs> Sorry about this, you guys, if you're out there listening. This is just a debate that he can't seem to rationalize. 
No, I, I won this debate because it's good. All right, we're going. You know what? You know what I'm going to talk about. Let's talk about something good. Okay. Let's talk about these Oakland Raiders. Okay. They got their first win yesterday. No, it's their second win. When did they win first? The first win was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> you laughing at? You call yourself a Raider fan and you're laughing like this? No, because I didn't remember. I'm like, when did they win? <laughs> That's, That's the funny. 49ers you're talking about. It's 0-5 no. 49ers. Okay. The Raiders and Niners. Who are you? Raiders and Niners. 714-694-4150. Or if you're in some other state, you want to represent your own team, hit us up, let us know. But... If you're if you're a Raider fan, you want to legalize marijuana. If you're a 49er fan, <laughs> you just want to win. <laughs> uh, and, or if you don't win, just get your Starbucks coffee, damn it. <laughs> I just want my Starbucks and my wine. Hey, that could it. be a new Starbucks flavor. The 49er? Marijuana latte. <laughs> oh, that would be good. With a little bit of THC. <laughs> A little bit of THC is kind of you buzzing a little bit. That's why it shouldn't be legalized because they start believing that's a good idea. That's you a good see idea. that? Weed has always believed when they hide, everything they think of is a great idea. Just need a little bit of just a little bit of uh, THC in it, and it's all good. Wow, they always think it's a great idea. I want to say congratulations, my man, uh, Mark Garcia. He got married yesterday, 10-10-10. Mark, call us up. We can give you advice. We OGs at it now. <laughs> Him and Terry, they got married yesterday, 10-10-10, and I don't know what they're doing. They might be out there doing their their whatever, their honeymoon thing that we never got to do. What? I know. We were just too busy. When we got married, we was literally busy. We were busy people. And we didn't even have enough time to go on our honeymoon. Mm-mm. We went right back to work. <laughs> <laughs> right back. But someone told me on Facebook that their coworker had left for lunch, got married on her lunch break, and made it back to work on time and announced that she just got married. Did she just stop to have lunch? <laughs> <laughs> now that's crazy. That. You're going to go right down the street to City Hall to get married on your lunch break. Okay, who needed the green card? <laughs> Somebody definitely needed that. I think that might have been it. Somebody needed a green card. Man, so one more one more time. I want to get into uh, to the Oakland Raiders because they played an awesome game yesterday. You know, I, I chose Ooh, them. And I want to give a shout-out to Cousin Lakita. Oh, her yeah. baby shower that I missed hey! yesterday, and I'm so upset you got her about number that. Calling. I'm really, really upset about that. But you know, all things are well. She's doing great. It looks like she's having a 10-pound baby. But um, I just found out that she made um, a date to have her baby, which is November 5th, because she unfortunately she has to get a cesarean session. So I guess that's a good thing about your your C-session is because you stay tight. Is because you true? get to plan the day that you want to go in. Oh, I thought it so was. So congratulations, she's having a bouncing baby boy. 
Congratulations, Lakita and Vince. Hey, hey, Lakita. We have you a little baby boy. All right, so about the Raiders, I just want to play this song because I love this. And you know what else? What? When I was in, when I was buying her gifts mm-hmm. and I was down the baby aisle, mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, what? I was a stranger to this aisle. I was you like, are, you are a stranger. I am, but it's not like I never been, you know, down that aisle before. It was just like weird. I'm like, what is this? What is that? What is? Why she wants this? What? <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't figure it out. It was like, you know, I haven't been down there in like over six years, so there's no reason for me to ever even pass by that aisle. I thought I'd never want to see it again, and I was so confused buying stuff. I was like, wait a minute, this looks small. And then, you know, it's just weird for me. <laughs> well, that's well, that's it. You don't have to, we don't have to worry about that no more. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't have we to don't. worry about that. Okay, so this song right here I'm playing, this is for the 49er fans. Okay, because Sunday, the Oakland Raiders go to San Francisco, so this one I want you to listen to real close. Listen to me, fellas. We are a family. We are us against the world. No one expects us to do it, but we're going to do it. It starts with the Raiders. Raiders on three. One, two, three. Raiders! Hello, hello, Soul Kitchen Radio. 
Two radio, hello? I'm here, I'm not. I'm here, I'm not. I'm here, I'm not. Holy moly, I'm here. I'm back. Soul Kitchen Radio, it's Rick Camacho. It's the Diva Latifah. And my man Joseph Khan is on the air. Joe. What's going on, Rick? Hey, Joe, real quick, uh, let everybody know what you're doing out there, man. Let's, uh, let's pump, get you some business real quick. All right, man. We're out here at Dublin Nissan, and we are making the best deals around. Well, talk about it. Give me your best deal. What's a good deal right now? What if I got a well, seven hundred fifty eight credit? No miles per gallon. Or another way to say that is, it doesn't use gas. At electric Nissan Leaf is coming out. Tell me about the the electric car. The electric car goes 100 miles with no gasoline whatsoever, and the state of California is giving a $7,500 rebate towards any buyer who wants to get themselves an electric car and save the planet. Okay, Joe. Now tell everybody with bad credit how to get one. Come on, yeah, what's the 500 credit score going to get you? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna get a $7,500 down payment from the, from the government. It's going to give you that's basically almost 30% of the price of the car. You're going to get a $2,500 tax credit from the federal government to install your electric charging station, and 30% down on a 60-month purchase is going to get you $279 a month. With bad credit? With bad credit? You got 30% down right from the government. 30% down from the government? No, how can we drive yeah, off the lot with bad credit? I mean, what kind of yeah, – so, so, look, so, so <laughs> I come to you with a – deal that you're making. You want to go to NissanUSA.com and, and put a $100 deposit on the car, and, uh, and Nissan will, will build the car especially for you, and you can choose which dealer you want it to be delivered at. Wow. Are now, you ignoring <laughs> us, Joe? Are you ignoring our credit, our credit uh, mm-hmm. question, Joe? Thirty percent down will get you financed. Thirty <laughs> percent—that's what I wanted to know. You yeah, but you're getting the thirty percent down as a rebate from the government. You said thirty percent from the government. That's right. They're down payment so from the government. Put their, their down payment down here for you. That—that that is the down payment. Obama. Obama's making the down payment. Obama's man. Man, we—I know I voted him in for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> So, Joe, if they want to call you right now, how do they? What number do they call? Nine two five four five two eight zero two six. And ask for Joe Khan once again. Do Joe the number Khan. again. Dublin Nissan. Do the number again. Nine two five four five two eight zero two six. One more time. There you go. Nine two five four five two eight zero two six. All right, that's Joseph Khan, uh, Dublin Nissan. And Joe, you're you're giving out the you got all the great deals out there, huh? Got all the great deals, man. We got certified cars with three hundred thousand mile warranties. We got interest rates as low as zero point zero percent. That's wonderful. I'd, I'd love it. I wish I could go down and get me one. Wish Obama was out come here. Sometime. <laughs> so you take you're taking trade-ins out there too? Absolutely, man. We're paying top dollar right now. There's not very many trade-ins in the market because of that cash for clunkers deal. Everybody's Hoop, you got taken up in the cash for clunkers, and so the used car market is real strong, and we are aggressively buying used cars. So, Joe, what if I want to buy uh, a bulk of foreclosed houses? What do I do? A bulk of foreclosed houses? That's hard to do, brother. (laughs) 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 
need to be doing a lot of praying to get that. <laughs> you know, March is coming up. It's time for your annual Vegas run. <laughs> yeah, Vegas run sounds like fun. <laughs> and not for three weeks in a house, though, huh? Well, if you win a poker tournament while you're there, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Steve was great. I love I love kicking with Steve and. <laughs> And, yeah, uh, big shout out to Steve Barberina. He's a man. Man, so Joe, we're talking about we're talking about uh the marijuana debate and, and I was telling I was telling Latifah here that that I'm I'm all for it. I'm voting yes three times on nineteen. Man, everybody ought to vote yes. I mean, the only thing with uh you know, the marijuana debate that really kinda of is frustrating is that they're trying to tax something that God made. That that that's kinda of brutal. I mean, you know, that stuff, it, it, it grows. It's free. It's a weed. Well, why should we have to pay a tax on something that grows now? Joe, Joe, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so, Joe. <laughs> say it ain't so that you vote yes on 19. Oh, absolutely vote yes. Absolutely vote yes. I mean, I, but why should we be taking people who are – did you hear about this guy over in Massachusetts that got busted for one gram and they put him in jail for 25 years? I mean, do you know what it costs to put a prisoner in jail for like, for one year? It's forty thousand dollars. We're paying forty thousand dollars a year in taxes to somebody in, to have somebody in jail for 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 all this time for nothing, for nothing, for one gram. For one gram. You know, for one gram. I mean, number of people who are being you know incarcerated across our country for you know something as silly as holding onto a plant that God made is is uh is just ridiculous. We're spending billions and billions of dollars in overflooding these prisons and making lifetime criminals. Out of people who haven't really done anything wrong. Joe, 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 I'm sorely disappointed. Not me. I, I'm with you, Joe. I agree. We <laughs> right on, so man. much money on Proposition 19. <laughs> let's let's legalize it. And I was telling her, it's not. Let's it's, not legalize what marijuana. Look, what I was saying. We have so many people that's not even mature enough to actually handle legalized marijuana. Now, just think. And so, what's just think of big prizes at Walmart, Joe. What's going to happen to them? Huh? What, what if they're not mature enough? What's going to happen to you? What's going to happen to them? Well, I've been, I've been watching YouTube and Facebook and stuff like that, and people have been posting, posting videos of them giving marijuana to their small children, like five years old. Uh-huh. So why should we legalize a substance that we won't even be able to prosecute these people for if it's legally in their house and they're giving it to their children? Yeah, what, well, well, we give our children Benadryl, right? No, I don't give my children Benadryl. What Joe's saying is they're going to make a children a children uh, trial size marijuana blunt. No. <laughs> do you know? Do you know how many people died last year from marijuana use? Not too many. None. How about the year before that? None. How about the year before that? None. There is not a case Haven't of anyone dying on the medical record books ever from marijuana. Haven't you? Haven't? Can you guys just think about this? People that smoke so much weed actually loses brain cells. They lose intelligence. They lose concentration. They lose memory. They have memory loss in everything from marijuana. The American Medical Journal 
says that marijuana does not cause permanent memory loss. It causes memory loss. It does right? not. What is your source? Anything that is that not true. That is a falsity. Anything that alters your state of mind is considered a harmful drug, right? So if you can't, no, that is not true. Many things that are the non-harmful drugs, like coffee, alter your state of mind. Those are psychoactive drugs, but they don't cause any damage. Coffee has. Actually, the fine production of people who use that are, con- are are also more productive. How coffee has little little stigmatism about itself. There's you don't get safe. nobody dies from coffee and nobody dies from marijuana either. That's right. I'm for it. Can you imagine the vaporizers at Walmart, Joe? Joe? Absolutely, man. I think it would be a great thing if all the leaders of this world who are spending all their money incarcerating people and and fighting wars would just sit down and smoke a bowl. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's legal. God put it here. Our bodies were designed with America. Unfortunately, no crack is illegal that God made. When it passes, when when no or 19 passes, when it doesn't get legalized, I'm just going to say it's for your own good. I think it's going to get legalized. I think most of California is going to legalize marijuana. You know, it, 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 is legal you in know most, it is legal in many parts of the world, and it is it is not a problem in all the places where it is legal. The problem is created when we start taking a bunch of... You know, you know who's going to you know come out and vote? The marijuana vote is going to be just like the Obama vote. People who never voted before are going to come out and vote for that. You know, the, the, the current state of the, of the approval rating is at 56%. The, the Prop 19 has a higher approval rating than the President of the United States does right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, the people have spoken in Proposition 215 and uh, Proposition 420, special special ballot 420. The people wild, wildly um, supported the use of marijuana for many medical ailments in the in the state of California. It is already legal in the state of California for people who are already being prescribed something else. So yeah, so they any need it for any help. That. That's called medical marijuana. <laughs> But well, I illegal. guarantee you, all those people that's for it will not come out and vote. They're I gonna guarantee be too high. you. Because they, they're going well, to say, out, they came, I'm going to leave it They came out for 420 and they came out for 215, so I think they're going to come out again. They're going to be so high, they're going to forget that today was You must not know people who smoke marijuana, because that's all, all the people who smoke marijuana talking about Prop 19 right now and getting their brothers, no, their sisters, their cousins, and their mom to go down and vote. Actually, my parents smoke marijuana, and I've been around marijuana, and I'm 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 here to say today that I actually was a a heavy marijuana smoker. So when I tell you about memory loss and things like that, that is from personal experience. I know what it did to me, and that that's what made me be like, no, I'm not going to smoke again. I quit cold turkey, and some people have a problem with quitting cold turkey. And I know people that are seriously addicted to marijuana where they don't want to stop. So that's a personal experience for right there. And I've been around marijuana since marijuana has seeds when you bought the pack. And I used to be underneath my mama's bed in her shoebox playing around with the zigzags and rolling the seeds around. 
So I've been around marijuana for a long time. But she ain't never hit the vaporizer, so she don't know what it really feels like. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> hey, that vaporizer is something else, huh, Joe? <laughs> it's the magic, man. It's the safest way. No carcinogens, no cancer. <laughs> no, no tar. The safest, cleanest way any doctor will tell you exactly that. It's not good for, for people. That might be your opinion, but that's not a medical fact. It actually is good for people. No, it is a medical fact because it happened to me, so that's a medical fact. And you are brilliant right now. I'm brilliant because I left the weed alone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people in our society who are highly respected and even very famous people who have a completely different opinion, and even doctors who do too. matter of fact, a lot of doctors in California. Yeah, Yeah, I I know Snoop Dogg got a different opinion. (laughs) <laughs> Remember, he he quit for a little bit and then he came back in. See that? See that? That's proof right there. He quit and he couldn't take it. He went right back. He was like, oh, ten, still- ten years later, it was such a such a short wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, yeah, the, what, what the experience of a lot of people, a lot of people says completely different. The American Medical, Medical Journal and a study that was done by when when it was made illegal in the first place um, uh, in the in the city of New York, there was a five-year study done. Five-year study done by doctors in a controlled environment by 5,000 people. When they finished the five-year study, they found that there were no long-term harmful effects. <laughs> I understand that you had a different experience, but you know that experience has not been documented among thousands and thousands of test subjects. So I can't agree with you. Right, right. Hey, Joe. Since, since, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for coming on to the show because, oh, I just lost you. Okay, I just lost Joe. He's he's off the show, um, but I want to get into this Kid Russell because I really really love this song, Kid Russell East on North Avenue. He's from Chicago. He sent me his music, and he was like, "Hey, we're gonna come on." So I'm I'm setting up an interview with these guys, but this is his his record is awesome. It's East on North Avenue. It's Kid Russell on Soul Kitchen Radio. No nineteen. <laughs> My home is Eastside North Avenue 
I like it like this. All the street lights are broken. The house next door's for closing. All the neighbors wave hello because they're all drunk, broke, and smoking. My dad calls it freeloading. He built it here unopened. All the neighbors wave hello because they're all drunk, broke, and smoking. All the neighbors wave hello because they're all drunk, broke, and smoking. All the neighbors wave hello because they're all drunk, broke, and smoking.
don't care what I have to say But it's been heavy on my mind for months now Guess I'm trying to clear some mental space I would love to talk It's Rick Camacho, it's the diva, and we got little poopoo, poopy, poopy. We got little Rick in the house. What's up, boy? Yeah, that's little Rick. 714-694-4150. That's the number. Thanks for Deja Bryson coming on the show. Uh, my man Joe Khan came on the show today. We still got 
10 minutes remaining, but we're going to go on to some more music. We're just going to let this play out. Look, I got, this is my, my homies right here. It's called Touchdown by Blessing Bonafide. Check it out.
Kitchen Radio, it's Rick Camacho's Diva Latifa. Little Rick is in the house. What's happening? We're almost done. It's been a long two hours, huh? Yes, good show. It's been a very long two hours. It's it's been a good show. I enjoyed Deja Bryson again. We're gonna give it up for her. She's doing really good things out here. Great talent. Don't forget to go to YouTube. Don't forget to visit Deja at her Twitter site. And Deja Bryson. Deja Bryson at twitter.com and also um, friend her so you can follow her and see the upcoming events she's having at facebook.com Deja Bryson. Yeah, facebook.com slash Deja Bryson. Be sure to go to her and follow her so you could um, see what music is doing right now, see what independent artists, how they're, they're actually becoming very independent and having say-so in the music that they want to make and um, also having a say-so in the type of artist they want to be. They're no longer listening to people trying to be what they want them to be, but they want to give out the real thing, the real deal. So we thank Deja for that. And also... um, Anytime, Deja, you want to come on the radio on our show, you're welcome. Yes, you are. It's open-door policy. Maybe next time I'll do the interview, Deja. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but um, he did a good job. I enjoyed listening to you guys in the office. Sorry I couldn't be around, but I could be around for the next round. Yep, for the next round. It's uh, Soul Kitchen Radio. And and go see her on YouTube, too, so you can see how um, her performances and things like that. Um, just giving a shout-out so we can continue to support our Bay Area artists and our artists abroad. And we hope that um, you enjoyed the show as well. Yeah, definitely. And so also, um, I want to give a shout out to them Oakland Raiders for taking it to the San Diego Chargers yesterday. Once again, thank you, Oakland Raiders, for coming through. Now let's go across the bridge to San Francisco and let's whoop some ass. How about that? Sounds good to me. As (laughs) long as you're not high on Proposition 19. Hey, it's Soul Kitchen Radio. We're going to take you out with some Bruno Mars, just the way you are. And and we don't want you guys to forget, if you're a California resident, don't forget to vote November 2nd. It's the upcoming election. Super Tuesday. What you vote for, just go vote. out and vote. Let's yes. show them that we do yes. have a voter presence, and we want to be in charge of how much marijuana is out there on the streets. Yes, let's get vaporizers in Walmart. Yes. No, on 19. Yes, on 19. It's Bruno Mars, just the way you are. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. It's Rick Camacho and the diva, the chef, Latifa. Oh, he just messes up your name so quick. Just chop it up. It's Chef Diva. Chef Diva. And if you guys didn't know that, well, now you know. Our next show is going to be very, very exciting because I'm going to bring some of that into the show. And while we're doing the show, I'm going to also be preparing um, some type of dish or something like that for lunch. It's going to be very exciting. It's going to be radio and food network. And a plate. (laughs) (laughs) Radio and a plate. We'll call that radio and a plate. 
it's going to be Chef Diva Latifa doing her Food Network Star Live on BTR, which is blogtalkradio.com slash Soul Kitchen Radio. For Rick, this is Rick Camacho. This is Diva Latifa. We out. See you next week. See you Sunday on the Fantasy Football Show, week six. Yeah, week six for them. And then we'll see you right back here on Monday. Two to four, two to four. Radio and a plate. Tell a friend. Radio and a plate. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. We out. Peace. Beautiful, and I tell her every.